Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. What are flower essences, and how can they be used for healing? Healer Janet Carey is our guest today, and she's here to guide us through the basics of working with flower essences and share how they can help us move to heal our core wounds and into emotional freedom. So are you ready to meet her? Janet Carey is a light worker, a divine feminine leader, and a master intuitive healer. She's the creator of Janet Carey Healing, bringing ancient alchemy to modern women through a unique blend of intuitively channeled guidance, quantum energy healing, flower essence therapy, plant spirit medicine, depth psychology, and spiritual coaching. Janet mentors women in reclaiming their power and in embodying their unique divine feminine essence. You can find out more about Janet and all the beautiful things she offers at janacarry.com. Janet, welcome to Out of the Fog. Hi, Karen. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure and a delight to be back here talking with you and, and this beautiful audience. Oh, yes. I'm glad you're here, too. Let's start at the very, very beginning. All I know about flower essences is box rescue remedy. Okay, that's all I got. Okay. What are flower essences? So flower essences are a type of vibrational healing or vibrational medicine that are made from the living essence of the flowers themselves. So like everything on planet earth has a soul or an essence. You do, your children do, the listeners do, um, plants do, flowers do, and every essence is unique to that specific flower, plant, tree, even gems, crystals, stones all have an essence, a unique vibration to them. Um, and so the flower essences are made from the living information, the essence of the, the plant by in water and also using a carrier, generally a spirit to help sort of hold the essence on the physical plane. Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm, you know what I'm wondering though, as you say that, how do you find and capture that living essence how do you how do you find it and how do you know when you've got it oh that's such a good question um part of of working with flower essences and actually being someone who makes flower essences it's deeply shamanic process and so there's there's a process of learning to attune and communicate with the plants and the flowers. So just in the way, you know, you're a channel and I'm a channel and the way we learn to channel and communicate with angels and ascended masters and spirit guides, it's the same thing for learning to communicate and sort of speak the language of the plants and the flowers. Um, And that way it's a very sacred and honoring way of working with this aspect of mother earth and asking for permission. So first attuning to the plant, because not every plant or flower 
is going to say yes to you making an essence from it. And that's, you know, that's part of, you know, what more of the indigenous peoples that walked planet Earth for, that's part of what makes us such an ancient practice deeply understood is it's a process of honor and respect. It's not the old paradigm way of I'm just going to go in and take what I want from Mother Earth. It's very reciprocal. It's very divine feminine, if that makes sense. So it's learning to attune to and really communicate with the plant and honor what it says. And I sort of use my angelic spotlight when I go out in nature in terms of what plant wants to, to be made in, in, into an essence, if that makes sense. Is the essence of the flower something that can be seen with the eye? Um, it depends on the viewer. I mean, it's definitely something uh-huh. that can be seen with the third eye, if the third eye is open, but it generally looks like a, a liquid formula, like water that's held in a bottle, just like a homeopathic remedy. Um, so if someone is familiar with, you know, Bach remedies is one of the most popular, uh, the, the rescue remedy is one of the most popular flower essences out there that most people don't even realize is a flower essence. I certainly didn't when I started using it. Um, and so it's something that you, you more likely can perceive not through, through sight, through like the 3d eyes, but you can perceive more through energy and perhaps through the third eye, but more it's something that you experience and feel through the body and through the senses. Mm. So what effect does the energy of the preparer then have on the flower essences that they're creating? Oh, that's a really beautiful question. Um, I think intention is a really important part of of really creating anything in this world. And so the intention of the preparer and them being a clear channel and, you know, first making an offering to the plant is really important. Um, I've gone out into nature, you know, to make essences when I wasn't in my most grounded space, when I was trying to make them too fast. And spirit put the smack down and they like, you know, wind came and blew sand in my essences. And so it really does matter in terms of really being an integrity and deeply listening, um, to create the best essence because you're making, you're making medicine for people that other people are going to be taking. And so by you being in a really grounded space and, you know, having a good day where you're clear, like really clear. If you're having a really, you know, if you're in a triggered space, it's not the best day to make an essence. If you're not feeling well, that's a day for you to heal yourself and then come back to making an essence another day. Does it mean that an essence prepared by you might work or feel in it, um, different than an essence prepared by another practitioner? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's something that, um, you, you, people can really perceive that are more sensitive. Um, it's not something that necessarily anyone can perceive, but uh, you know, we are as a humanity becoming more sensitive and definitely people that are already empathic, the empathic light workers on the more sensitive end of the spectrum can feel it. Um, and you can also feel the energetic difference between certain flower essence lines as well. Like Bach 
you know, definitely has sort of more, a more old school paradigm, still beautiful essences where certain lines have newer energies. Um, and they'll have, I've had people talk about, for example, the essences I make, I call them the, the elven starseed apothecary, because like I've talked about on the show before the, the spirit guide team that I work with, um, they're a group of angels, elementals, ascended masters, and they assist me with this process. And so their signature is also in these essences. And so people that are, you know, have more of their psychic gifts open can absolutely feel this and receive how essences that I make might feel different from another practitioner. And that's not to say better or worse. It's just to say different. So what kinds of things are flower essences especially indicated for in what ways of healing are they especially called for emotional healing i've heard them called i don't remember where i heard this but i love this that that flower essences are nature's vitamins for the emotions so they're really, really helpful in terms of treat, like working on the subtle energy bodies along with the chakras and the energy meridians. So, you know, the meridians are like when you get acupuncture or shiatsu, they're working with the meridians. And, and, and of all the energy bodies, the emotional body in particular. Um, they also are really, even though they work with all the chakras, which really are the energy wheels or systems of the bodies, there's certain chakras that they're really beautiful for, like the second chakra, which is the sacral chakra or the womb, because most flowers are the reproductive or sexual part of the plant. And so they offer that medicine directly back because everything, our bodies are a microcosm of mother earth. And so they offer that medicine back to the womb for women, but also for men. Um, the, the womb, the womb is, operates differently, obviously by gender, but so yes, those are some of the things that, that flower essences are really beautifully indicated for really. And when I say emotional healing, moving into emotional freedom and, and sovereignty, that place where we're not reacting to the wounds, the core wounds of the past, the core wounds that we may have inherited from our family or our ancestors, but we're really coming to that place of, uh, of really being present and free in the moment with all the, uh, all the energetic emotional debris from the past that we may empathically have mirrored and taken on from others as we were conditioned throughout childhood. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and I'm talking with Jana Carey. We're talking about flower essences, and you can find out more about Jana and all the work that she does at janacarey.com. You mentioned just a moment ago, just kind of in passing, that awakening and ascension thing that's happening, and it's, it's undeniable. I don't think we can, I think everybody sees it, or I hope everybody sees it. Um, it's nuts out there, right? Are flower essences especially attuned to helping us find new balance or find our way in this new way of living and being and sensing? Yes. I just got truth chills even as you asked me the question. Hmm. Um, yes, very deeply so. Because this ascension process, which is really, I believe we go through many forms of awakening, but uh, throughout the ascension journey, um, Mother Earth is ascending too, however you want to think of Mother Earth, Gaia, planet Earth. She's going through her own ascension and the plants are as well. And 
are, the plants are much older than us and they've gone through many epics of, of evolution on planet's earth history. They hold a lot of wisdom and they're also, in fact, our ancestors, you know, plant DNA. Um, there's research coming out that like a fourth of plant DNA is the same DNA as ours, as human DNA, and that we're actually more connected to plants than we, than we originally recognized. And so at a, at a cellular level, the flower essences, and when I say flower essences, I also mean essences made from plants and trees and from, from crystals as well. They help us to really connect with mother earth's ascension. They help us to, to be more grounded and, Plants have, over the billions of years they've evolved on planet Earth, they've, they've mastered so many different kinds of evolutionary problems and, and have gone way beyond in terms of intelligence of where, of where humanity's gone. And so they're sort of like our, our you know, older, wiser ancestors that are really help, here to help guide us through this process. And when we take an essence... We're really we're in we're ingesting their intelligence and it's working within our own emotional body, our own energy bodies, and along with our higher self to really help us to stay really calm and centered and grounded and also to receive this powerful information that's gonna help us on our on our ascension process. All the way down to the cellular DNA like molecular level. So how are flower essences used then in healing in my, like I say, my one and only experience is that rescue remedy. I've got a little drop where I put it under the tongue, but what are some of the ways that it's used in healing? So definitely taking them internally, as you just mentioned, is one of the most common and recommended ways um, with my clients. Uh, I recommend Generally, they take them twice a day. It depends on, you know, on, on, on what the formula is. Sometimes three times a day under the tongue, like, you know, droppers like you would an herbal tincture, homeopathic tincture. Um, and they work internally really beautifully. Um, and generally, I recommend that someone takes a specific formula that's customized for them over a month or a moon cycle. So really working with that, the divine feminine principle of the moon cycle, you know, just like, and which also mirrors like it takes, you know, 28 days to form a new habit. So that really gives you time to attune and your body to, to really work with this essence. Um, and sometimes there'll, there'll be particular essences that are combined in a formula that you might work with longer. You know, for example, I don't know why redwood trees coming to me right now. Um, you might work with a certain essence. Some, there might be a particular medicine that a, that a person needs to work with longer to learn more from the plant. I mean, it's a very intuitive, you know, invoking the feminine process in terms of there's no one size fits all approach. Um, some other ways to work with flower essences are they can also be used externally. Like you can add them to your bath. Some folks actually combine them with acupuncture on the acupuncture meridians. Um, they can also be used in your home and, you know, to clear space energetically in your home. Um, they can also be used to help your plants heal. Like certain plants help other plants and animals and children and babies love them too. Animals really get it like intuitively. They really feel the power of flower essences. So 
as we're going through this awakening and ascension process, and we've got our tools for healing, that ascension process is going to hit those core wounds because that's what ascension does. What are some of the most common core wounds you have seen in your practice with people? And maybe you can give us an example or a correlation with those flower essences so that we understand a little bit better about sort of what works with what. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're covering such a broad, um, so many broad, beautiful topics today. Um, So in terms of all the core wounds that I see, I mean, a lot of what I'm working with in my practice are the the core wounds of the feminine. But all the core wounds really, I feel like, can be distilled back to separation from divinity and being separated from planet Earth. And, And some people can call that the mother wound or the father wound. And I don't just mean coming perhaps from not always feeling that you received all the love in the way that you wanted from your parents, but at a deeper level from, from the aspect of divinity that that's the archetype of the mother and the father. And so inner child healing and, and really healing some of those core wounds of the inner child, which really connects with our heart um, is, 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 is a deeply important part of, of becoming mature embodied adults as going through the ascension process as well. Um, in terms of particular chakras, I definitely see certain core wounds connected to like the feminine core wounds, um, connected to the womb, the heart, like I spoke about and the throat, Mm. um, particularly, you know, as we're in this time of the divine feminine rising, which is not to say to do away with the masculine, but to come into a healthier balance between the polarities of masculine and feminine, which is also going to help us to have a, a more sane society. And it's connected to ascension and coming back into balance with mother earth. So for example, certain core wounds connected to the womb, seeing that ancestrally is around really holding our power as, as as creative beings, as, as aspects of, of the creator. Um, and this can connect to particularly as women as really being able to hold our power and feel it in our body. I mean, as we saw with the me too, and, and so many of these wounds rising at a, at a collective level, there's been so much trauma that's happened to women and to men too, through, through, through the womb and through not having a healthy relationship with our sexuality and our life force power. And that's, you know, one place, for example, where flower essences are so powerful with helping us to heal those wounds of the womb. Many that we even inherited in the, in the womb from our ancestors. So certain essences such as the lilies in the lily family, like Easter lily or, um, or, um, or, or like Mariposa Lily are such beautiful essences for really helping us, you know, Magnolia, Motherwort, for really helping us to heal the womb, uh, come into power in our womb. And because the, the, the sacral chakra of the womb is also where we establish boundaries and really know this is me and it's okay for me to take up space and to be powerful. And that doesn't mean power over others. That just means power for me to shine my light. So as, as people are listening to this, I imagine, well, two things, as people are listening to this, I imagine they're thinking about how can I explore this? 
How can I find out more about flower essences and how do I buy them wisely? How do I use them wisely? How do I know how do I know what's right for me? I'm hearing you say this isn't a one size fits all. You don't go to Mr. Happy's house of one thing cures everything and just slap <laughs> it in there, right? Um I my apologies if there's someone named Mr. Happy who's doing flower essences. Um how can they start to explore this but also how can they discern what might be right for them? Yeah. Well, that's, it's, it's funny. It's like, I'm thinking this catch 22 because also flower essences are another powerful tool, you know, for helping people to refine their intuition and become even clearer. So, um, I loved what you said. Yeah, this is really new paradigm. It's not one size fits all take a magical pill and everything's going to be cured. That's not what Ascension's about. It's, you know, it's, it's doing this deeper work. And so, really starting to lean into trusting themselves and their intuition about what feels right and who feels right. I mean, I, th- I personally feel, and I say this from an embodied authentic place of before I even be trained in and became certified in flower essence therapy, working with healers myself and found it so much more powerful. And that's where flower essences really becomes flower essence therapy or alchemy. When you're working with someone who's certified just like you would, you know, working with a licensed therapist to help really bring you through the process. Someone that, that, that has done the training and really understands this modality so that you can really relax and receive. Um, and, and, and in that way, you know, have them mentor you through the process of working with the essences. So this is one, one arena where I really recommend folks work with someone who's, who's certified, who resonates for them, but who's certified in flower essence therapy. Now, with just a few minutes left for us, can you let the listeners know you offer a lot of different programs and opportunities and ways that people can work with you. Can you kind of give us the big picture of what they'll find on your website and all the different ways in which you work with people? Absolutely. So I work, I go, I have a number of different ways that I work with people where they can become introduced to working with flower essences, everything from starting out, just making a customized essence where they fill out an intake form, about the things that, they're working through that they, that they want support with where I'll, you know, I'll make an essence to them and and ship it internationally to having a one-off session, which is a flower essence alchemy session where it's like an intuitive healing session, but I also bring in the flower essences and I customize and send them a, a customized formula after we have the the channeled intuitive energy healing session. And then for, for clients who, or for people who want to go even deeper um, and want more support, I offer a, 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 a mentorship program called the Divine Feminine Alchemy Mentorship Program, which at this moment in time is only for women or for beings that, that identify as women. Um, and it's a four-month program where we go through four, which... Uh, a power evolutionary arc together to really help those women who are ready to step into the next level of their power, um, using flower essences, um, to really help them through, through the next wave of their ascension journey into becoming even more embodied and really stepping into their power more fully as, as light workers and way showers, healers and, and creatives. 
And I know you've got an event coming up, a new course coming up next year. Can you just say, if you just want to just even just tease it a little to get everyone feeling all tingly and like they want to get onto your newsletter list? Absolutely. So my guides and I have asked me to call this course a global online immersive. And it's, it's really about healing the core wounds of the divine feminine, some of which we've talked about today. Um, and, and as we do so, we're not only doing that for ourselves, we're doing that for all of planet Earth. So, so everyone that feels called to be a part of that course, we're creating a collective energy field that's going to go so much further beyond us. So as part of this course together, we're doing the Ascension work. Um, and there's going to be nine, nine modules, but lots of, lots of surprises. And, and we're going to be using the flower essences and working with really powerful divine feminine ascended masters as well, uh, as well as mother earth herself and really attuning more to mother earth. Um, it's going to be a very powerful and, and very fun divine feminine healing course. And people can sign up on, on your website. So yeah, there's going to be a big launch coming uh, March 23rd. But for those who just to get more updates, please sign up for my newsletter where you'll get more information about how to sign up when, when the course does launch. That's wonderful. Jana, thank you so much for being on the program. It's always a lot of fun to talk to you. And I always feel like I've learned a ton. So thank you. Thank you so much, Karen. I feel like this is just the tip of the iceberg. It's been, it's been such a pleasure as always, as always to connect with you and, and many blessings to you and to all the beautiful listeners who connect to and listen into the show, just sending you lots of love and blessings on your ascension and awakening journeys. Oh, thank you. That is Jana Carey. And you can find out more about Jana and her work at janacarey.com. That's J-A-N-A-C-A-R-R-E-Y.com. If you're feeling all tingly about the new classes that are coming up and the new offerings, be sure you get on the list for her newsletter. That's at janacarey.com. And of course, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. You can find out about upcoming classes and events, hear what's coming up next on this radio program. You can even book a private session with me if you're so inclined. That's at karenhager.com. And thank you for listening today. Together, we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.